You are valuable. You do have purpose. You are not what they said you were. Prosperity will find you. You are successful. You are beautiful. Your past does not define you. The moment you decide to look outside of yourself for value is the moment you give your rights away to be authentically you. Your value is not in what your mother thinks of you, what your father thinks of you, what your family and friends think of you. Your value is what you think of yourself. That is the secret to authentically loving and being you. Welcome to Soul Food with Sadie. It's time to feed your soul, uplifting others through inspiration, motivation, and edifying the soul so we can be the best version of ourselves. Here's your host, Sadie Evans. Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you guys for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. Thus far, it has been on fire. And I truly believe this next guest is going to continue to keep the fire going. I have Gretchen Jackson, who is a mindset coach who helps individuals find their purpose and gives them the permission to live their life to their fullest capacity and thrive in every aspect in life. How are you, Gretchen? I'm so excited to have you as a guest on the show. I am great. And I'm so excited to be here. Can you tell us who Gretchen is? Yes. So um, I am a mom. I have two sons, um, a boy that's 16 and a man that's 26. (laughs) And you may hear a little bit about my story with him um, later. I was a teen mom. My husband is Daniel and he and I own Beyond Sound and Security, which is a local business here in North Little Rock, Arkansas. We've been in business almost 13 years. And I am a mindset coach through what I've learned in personal development and the life coaching certification that I obtained. I help women, like you said, find their purpose and give them permission to chase the dreams so that they don't have to stay stuck in their old stories. We need more people out here that's authentically being themselves and showing up for themselves and giving others the permission to do the same. How did you get to where you are today? Well, a couple of different things. (laughs) As I mentioned earlier, I was a teen mom and I spent a lot of my early adult life thinking I had made this choice and now I was going to pay for it. And so I worked a lot of jobs. I babysat at night for doctors I worked for to make extra cash. I just thought I was going to live, pay for this baby, raise him and die. Like, I just thought that that was the path that I was on. I've made my bed. Now I'm going to lay in it. Mm. And I met my husband, Daniel in 2002, and he worked for a security systems company, like a big name company. And something happened with the business he worked for, which I understand now as a business owner that made him go from being uh, an employee on payroll to being a subcontractor, which meant he could go work for any company, any other security company, not just this one. So he did. And when he went to do that, he realized what customers needed and what they wanted. And so he decided that he would start his own company. And I thought, okay, well, you just try to do that. Who are we to own a company here? I am teen mom. We haven't been to college and all of this. And we'll just try that for six months and see how it goes. And after six months, I had to go part-time at my job. 
And after another six months, I had to go very super duper part-time at my job just to keep our health insurance benefits. And then one day I had this epiphany that if we just sold a couple more security systems a month, we could pay for our own health insurance. So I quit my job, which looking back now, that was an enormous leap. Yeah. And I like to go back and look at the things I've already manifested because it's proof that it can be done. But sometimes you just get stuck in the middle of the scary and you don't see that. Um, and then a few years ago, I think in like 2017, I read the book, You're a Badass at Making Money. Mm-hmm. It was my very first personal development book. Um, I thought personal development was Tony Robbins screaming at you through infomercials at night and trying to sell you CDs to listen to and all of that. And so I'd never really been into it, but this book caught me off guard. It basically helped me realize that I thought I didn't deserve success. I thought I didn't deserve to be rich. I thought I didn't deserve what others had. And I had been living in this old story of, even though I had had this baby at 18, um, married this wonderful man who eventually adopted him and had another baby, I still thought I'm still kind of paying for my old story. So I decided then I would put a group of women together. We would be accountability partners and we would read personal development. Everybody around me thought I had gone crazy (laughs) because I was trying to tell them all the things I was learning. And so I was very intentional to put a group of women together that were a little ahead of me or that didn't think I was crazy. Mm -hmm. Um, and it kind of formed a mastermind group. And now I lead some other mastermind groups with women's and we'll take a book and we'll dissect it and we'll spend time together and community together. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. I love that. So I was a teen mom too. You inspired me already. (laughs) That is a very limited belief that teen moms carry is that this is it for me. And sometimes we hear that from people. Sometimes mm-hmm. people say that to us like, oh, you ruined your life. This is over for you. But you shifted your mindset and your husband helped you. So that is why it's vital to have individuals in your life that make you see the bigger picture. I love how you quit, said you quit your job and was like, if we sell more, because some people would be like, oh, I don't want to do this. Why am I going through this? They will have this why me mentality. But you created a solution. You said, if we just sell two more, I don't even have to go to this job and be this employee when you know you were meant to be a leader. Yes, yes. And there's so many stories like that where people are stuck in a J-O-B, but they have this dream. And I feel like if you have this dream, God or the universe or whomever you believe in source is sending you a message. And if you're getting that hit over and over and over, it is so worth exploring. And at the time I thought my husband was crazy, but he was following a dream. He knew in his mind, this was going to be successful. Meanwhile, my limiting beliefs were, who are we to own a business? I haven't been to business school. Mm-hmm. I had a baby at 18 and couldn't fit. I tried to go to college. Y'all, you can't go to college and have a baby sometimes because you have to pay for full-time daycare and go to like, it just was a mess. And so it was just easier for me not to do it. And so I went into this hyper work mode. I need to work to pay for the baby, to give him the soccer cleats, to do whatever it takes, even if it was so miserable. Mm-hmm. And now on the other side of that, it's not easy all the time. Like it's hard to be an entrepreneur. In fact, I'm sure a lot of people look at people like us and other entrepreneurs and are like, well, if it's so hard, then why do y'all even do that? But the reason is, A, I'm at home working. 
I have created a life that I love. Mm -hmm. My husband is in his gifting and he's able to do it on his own terms. And now with this mindset coaching, I'm able to pull these women in and help support them and give them the permission to listen to the little whispers. Like Mally Ronkel says, trust your whisper, explore that dream that you have. It's never too late. You're never too old. If you have the whisper, then you need to go chase it. Thank you so much for that. Thank you. I know that being a teen mom was a limited belief that you had when you set out on this journey, but were there any other limited beliefs that stood in the way of that? Oh, yes. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes. There's so many. (laughs) Um, I think that for me personally, and it's probably this way for a lot of women, you compare yourself to other people's journeys. And I, when I read that Jen Sincero book, I was pushing 40 or had just turned 40. And I remember thinking, well, that's all good and all, but it's too late. Like I've already established this life. My kids are too grown for me to take chances right now. They're in school and college and all of these things. And it is just so hard. And one of the things I liked about her book is that she was 40 when, when she went through this too. And so my limiting belief that I was too old or that it was too late for me or even for us, my family was so untrue, but it took me taking some really scary little bitty steps and building them. And then they compound for me to be like, okay, this is safe because really ultimately what we're chasing is safety. Mm-hmm. And so if you feel unsafe, you're less likely to take the steps. So I always recommend you take just a little step and then one more little step. And so that's exactly what I did. I went part-time then I went very part-time and then I left my job. And then when I started the coaching and the masterminding, I did just a few people and then we pulled in some more people. And now I feel like I can go on my social media or my email list and I can tell you why I do what I do, why I'm good at it, yes. why you should work with me. And I don't feel ashamed. I don't feel worried about what people think of me. And that has been a huge growth for me because we always are so concerned with how the world views us. And I'm not afraid to be vulnerable. I'm not scared to tell you that I have screwed up. I have screwed up in my life and I have corrected. Sometimes I fail. And I feel like that part of what keeps holding us back is that if we're not vulnerable enough to share our story, then how can we help other people? Yes. I feel like what you go through, people consider it as a mess, but that mess turns into a message when you Mm -hmm. shift from why me to what can I do to change this? I love when you said that the author of that book was 40 because that alone debunked the limited belief that you had. Because now you see this lady that's 40 that wrote that book that really inspired you. So now that belief was gone, taken away. And I also like when you said, if you feel unsafe, you're most likely not going to do it. And that is so true because when we fear something, we don't know what's on the other side of it. We're, we're going to stop. That is that is a limited belief. And I've been saying that the whole season, that limited beliefs is rooted in fear. It is truly rooted in fear. It's not true. Something that false evidence appearing real. That is exactly what it is. And I want to tell you that I am a person that continues to compare myself to others. Even when I started podcasting, I was like, oh no, I'm not gonna interview people because I don't have the credentials. I don't know the people. Where am I gonna find these people? And I would listen to uh, other podcasts and it would really set that fear. I felt unsafe because I felt like mine's gonna get laughed at. It's a joke. That was a limited belief I had, but I pushed past that. 
And look, I'm interviewing you now and you're confirming some of these things, not just within the listeners, but within me. So thank you for that. You're fantastic at this. You're really good at it. And the thing is, what if you hadn't taken a step toward it? Yeah. You know, a lot of times we get stuck in this story of who we were and the story isn't over. And so it's your job as a human being, as a spiritual being mm-hmm. to continue the story. You can say, stay stuck in the victimness of what's happened to you. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can view it as this is who has brought me to where I'm sitting right now. And you're all the, you're the same person through and through that story. You just get an opportunity over and over to help rewrite that story or add on to that story. You can choose the ending, even if you didn't get to choose the beginning. Oh, I love how you put that. You can choose the ending, even if you did not choose the beginning. What I got from that is, although you might have went through trials and tribulations in life, it does not always have to be that way. You can begin to shift your mind and live life a different way so that your ending can be joyful. I love that. Oh, I'm just excited. We ain't even halfway there and I'm already just riled up. So thank you. Did you ever believe that those uh, limited beliefs will hinder you from where you are right now? Yeah, it, it still comes up for me. I work with a coach. I have a therapist. I've been through trauma therapy. Um, I think that as long as you are willing to call it out um, and recognize it, because a lot of times it's scary to even recognize that that's what's happening. You kind of know, but if then you feel like if you give it attention, that it's going to make it worse or it causes anxiety. But if you just give it a little attention and nurture it, like nurture, like this is why I feel this way. We are raised and our parents do the very best. I've done the very best that I know to do with my kids, but I've already said things to them. Like, well, you can handle that in therapy when you get older. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I'm doing the best I can with what I have, but we're programmed as children by the people that we're surrounded with. And so now as an adult, I'm trying to surround myself to help reprogram some of the things I'm doing with newer people or really good, solid relationships. And it reminds me when you do that, that, Oh, I used to think I didn't deserve this because of all these quote unquote mistakes I made, but why not me? Mm -hmm. I'm no different. I don't, first of all, I don't know what's in your closet, like what skeletons you have, but if you're making it, I promise you, you've been through something. Like, I just believe that everyone has crap and I'm willing to try to push forward through that. And it is still scary for me today, just because I have read all the books and I've done the certifications and I've done therapy doesn't mean that I don't still face that day to day. I just have decided that when those things come up, I'm going to recognize them be aware of it and then kind of be like, okay, but I can still do this. And just sometimes it's just a baby step. If you can just take a little baby step through it, then it's a win. And then you crave more wins and more wins. And then you're not quite so scared of the failures. Exactly. I'm a believer. And from when you just was talking, I just felt like you had surrendered to your higher power and just knew that my life is in my higher power's will. So whatever happens in this life, it's a path that you have to take to get to where you're going. Recognizing it, calling it out, that is beautiful. I remember when I was in college, an instructor said to me, it's like a saucer. You have that thought, that limited belief. You take it and you throw it up and you create a solution while it's up there. And when you pull it down, you should be able to have a solution for that. So if we recognize it and call it out, give it some attention and nurture it. That is vital that you said that because if we ignore something, I feel like the more you ignore something, the more it grows. Oh, yeah. When you recognize it and call it out, you pulling it up from the root. 
So now I don't have no room to grow. And mm-hmm. you are so right. Conditioning as a child, somebody on this podcast listening has been told that you will never amount to nothing. So that limited belief has stuck with you. So every time success come, you sabotage it because you never think that you will amount to anything. Recognize that. Nurture it. Give it attention and pull it up. Call it out. Call that limited belief out so that you can transform your life. While we're talking about transformation, what does mindset transformation mean to you? I think that it goes along with beliefs. So you believe this thing. And if you can explore it and figure out why you believe it, then you can change your mind about it. Mm -hmm. And if you decide to be a victim, then you've decided that's what you're going to do, but you can also decide not to be a victim. Mm -hmm. And by deciding not to be a victim, then you have decided that you're not going to believe that that's going to hold you back. And when you do that, you create little shifts in your mind that tell you different things. So when you have a limiting belief about yourself, then it all comes from your thoughts. Mm -hmm. And the more that you think about it, the worse that it gets, the bigger it gets. It's why we have so much anxiety and depression. I suffer from anxiety. Um, I can create an entire story in two seconds about something that's not even probably real. Like it just happens before I can, but now I have the tools to be like, I talk about the voice in my head. I call her Janet. And I will say out loud, Janet, that is not helpful. That's not helpful. That's not helpful. And so like you can stop your thoughts in their tracks and you can replace it with new thoughts. And it, you're, it's a muscle memory. Like you have to create this muscle in you that is willing to call out the belief when you see it and replace it with your new beliefs. And so to me, that's what shifting your mindset is. And it's so fun to watch it happen with people, like with my coaching clients or with my mastermind groups, Mm -hmm. when they have that aha moment of, oh my gosh, I have been thinking this the whole time. And now I realize I'm worthy of more. I'm enough as I am. I deserve more. There's no difference in me and Sadie. It's we can all have it and there's plenty for everybody. And I really think that a lot of what surrounds the problems with women is that women judge other women. And because we do judging, we assume we're being judged too. Mm. When in fact, you can have really healthy, strong relationships with other women. You can collaborate together. You can be in community together. And it's so beautiful when you do. But if you have these beliefs that we're all out for one another or there's the pie's not big enough, Mm -hmm. you're stuck by yourself. You don't have those people around you to hype you up. Just like we were talking before the podcast, it'd be great to do an event together. Whether it gets you more clients or me more clients, who cares? We're serving the women and we're we're serving the higher good. And so who is meant for me is going to come to me. Who is meant for you is going to come to you. And I don't want the people that aren't meant for me. Yes. They're not going to even be able to receive from you. Right. Right. They're not meant from you, meant for you, because I believe that when you in this, I call it light working, when you in this and giving light, certain people are attached to you because you might give a message different than I give it and it's the same exact message yeah but your audience receive it differently I feel like together we are better it is a billion people in this world if someone has this closed mind to be greedy and think that oh I don't want her to do this event with me or I don't because she might be more educated than me or she might be have more years in it or more experience than me that is failure waiting to happen 
Agreed. We are better together. When you collaborate, you can reach more people. She might meet, reach people that I could never reach. I might reach people that she could never reach. So don't be afraid to, to collaborate. Don't be afraid. Step out on faith. Create a mastermind group. And like you said, you got around people that kind of knew more than you so they wouldn't think you were crazy. That's mm-hmm. what we have to do sometimes. You are dropping gems. Thank so you. You are dropping gems. <laughs> you give us a time where you had to shift your mindset in order to really have thriving in your life? I think, well, there's so many, (laughs) so many. I think that the one that comes to me first is that when I decided to announce that I had got my life coaching certification, my mastermind group had given me a deadline and accountability. (laughs) And we had talked about me doing that. And I was so nervous because I thought the people on my Facebook page and on my social media are going to think I have gone like they had already sensed. I'd gone a little crazy because I had gone into posting, you know, the positive vibe quotes and all that stuff. But I decided I would post it and put my phone away. And so I posted it on a Thursday afternoon and just said, my journey has led me here. I'm, I am so excited to announce that I've got my life coaching certification and I posted it with a headshot and I put my phone away. And when I woke up the next morning, it had like 14 shares, 500 likes, a thousand comments. Like it just was a moment for me where I thought this is validating that I should be doing this. And what if I hadn't, what if I had held it inside? And so I'm able to go back to when I quit my corporate job to work with my husband in our business and to that moment where I said that this is what I've been called to do and remember how it was received and also how I jumped and the net was there. Mm -hmm. And so if you can think back, I often tell my clients this, think back on all of the things you've already manifested so that you can remind yourself that you are powerful and you can go out and do what you want and you are being supported then you can pull from that each time you need to make a decision. And really the biggest number one thing for mindset is to decide because once you've decided things start lining up around you like magic, Mm -hmm. it is unbelievable, but you have to be ready (laughs) and to decide to make these things happen. And then you have to be willing to step through each door that opens for you, whether it's scary or not Mm -hmm. to get on the other side. Yes, absolutely. She jumped and the net was there. I ain't ever heard that put like that, but that's faith. It's that's always, faith. yeah, that's right. If you hadn't put that post out there, if you would have let this limited belief keep you stuck and you hadn't put that post out there, you wouldn't be where you are right now. You wouldn't be helping individuals transform their life. You wouldn't be helping individuals find their purpose or giving them permission to thrive in their life. At what point did you realize that your mindset was hindering you? Well, I was, so the specific post, which seems silly, but it's so, we worry so much about how we're going to be received and the judgment. And I think that, um, I had tried to do it two or three weeks in a row. I had it in my notes in my phone and I was just going to copy and paste it. I had been tweaking it. I had overthought it and overthought it and overthought it, but I just was so worried about what they would need to hear from me to not think I was bananas. And then I decided to scrap it and just write it from the heart and post it and let it go. And when I let it go, it's this feeling of like what you said earlier, surrender. Like I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So why do I care what they think again? Like 
I know I'm supposed to be doing this. I feel called to it. I think about it all the time. All the doors are opening, but I'm still worried that these people are going to think I'm crazy. Well, the people who probably think I'm crazy were never going to work with me anyway. Yeah. But the amount of feedback that I got asking for help and so excited that I had turned my, I'm a really big advice giver. People come to me for advice and mm-hmm. they're drawn to me for that. And so for me to turn it into a business was so great for so many people. And I didn't see that coming at all. And so I was willing to walk through the door and that's what was on the other side of it. And what if I hadn't? And that's what I see in this coaching that I'm doing is that they just need a little push through the door. They can see the door, but they're so afraid of what's on the other side of it. And they just need someone to help them take the step. And that's what I love to do so much. And that's what you're called to do. And the moment you said you wrote from the heart, I'm a firm believer that our heart posture is what brings wealth. We can work all day. We can work until we exhaust it. We can invest until whatever. But when you go into something and your heart posture is where it needs to be, it's aligned with that surrender, with that purpose, with that permission, it brings you to wealth. And wealth can be looked at as finances. It can be looked at as clients. It can also be looked at as fulfilling someone else's purpose or helping someone else fulfill their purpose. So I believe that you're at a place where you're bringing in wealth. Soon it's going to be finances. So (laughs) we just excited about that for you. Why do you think mindset is so important when you face obstacles in life? I think that if you don't intentionally work on making yourself the best version of you, then when an obstacle comes up, you pull from those old stories and you react in a way that you can look back on and regret or miss an opportunity. Um, I like that when I'm faced with an obstacle, I am able to pull from the knowledge that I've gained through all the work that I've done on myself with my coaches, with my coaches and with my therapist and just in my own personal development journey. Um, I love that I'm able to pull from things that I've learned Mm -hmm. and be like, okay, here's an obstacle, but I have the tools in my toolbox and I'm ready to go. Or I have the people I can call on, you know, where I can call and say, listen, this thing is happening and this is what I think I'm supposed to do, but it feels a little bit this way or that way. And so it's not always, you you don't always have to go through the door. Sometimes that's not the best decision, Mm -hmm. but I have enough tools in my toolbox from everything that I've learned intentionally because you have to do it intentionally you can't just absorb it from reading positive vibes on Facebook like you have to really do the work Mm -hmm. and you have to really want to be that better version of yourself and because I've done that I have all of these tools where I don't have to sit in it I don't have to spend the night with it sometimes I can just make a quick decision even though it's super scary and say yes to something and sometimes I really need to like dig deep and be like okay why is this so scary for me Mm-hmm. Is it so scary because I think I'm not worthy? Is it so scary because I think someone's going to laugh at me? Is it so scary because I might take a financial hit? Like I can go back and try to figure out why I'm scared. And then of all those things I just mentioned, so what? What if the other side of that door is amazing? What if that truly, I just want to be happy. Like that's my wealth. I mean, I want the money. Don't get it twisted, but (laughs) I'm chasing the happiness. And by doing, I'm trying to stay in alignment so that I can be happy. I can make money doing what I'm called to do and not have any other feelings about it, not judge myself about it, not judge other people that are doing it and not feel competitive. Yes. 
So we're going to go back to when you stated how as children, we have these conditioned behaviors. What I heard you say was when we come up to obstacles, we go back to what we are familiar with. We go yes. back to that conditioning that happened when we was a child. But you, because of the experience that you went through and because you sat with yourself, you sat with your limited beliefs and you dealt with your unresolved trauma. Now you have this new toolbox. Again, you said that we have to retrain our thoughts. It's a muscle. So you sat with these new thoughts that you put into yourself because you went on the self-development journey. So now you're able and more equipped to face your obstacles without having a panic attack, without shooting your blood pressure out, without getting yourself depressed. So that is how important mindset shifting is when facing obstacles in life. I also want to go back to when you said you can call on people because I heard you say that twice. So apparently having a circle of individuals that are truly for you is important. Can you kind of touch on that just a little? Um, There's a saying, and I can't remember exactly who the quote comes from, maybe Jim Rome, um, you are the average of the five people that you surround yourself with the most. Um, and I, I'm lucky because I have a really strong friend group and I have some really old friends who have, I've been friends with for 20 years. When you go through something like this, when you start working on yourself, they look at you like you have three heads because they're used to the old Gretchen. They're used to the Gretchen that used to participate in the negative things. They're used to complaining Gretchen. They're used to victim Gretchen. And I recognize that in myself now. Um, and they love me and I love them and they're very happy for me now. But when you start to transition yourself, it is hard on the people around you Mm -hmm. really hard. I went balls to the wall with this personal development. I mean, my, to the point, my husband was even like, would you stop life coaching me? And so I back it up and I call it dripping. And so I would just drip little things that I learned on my kids and on my husband and on my friends. But in the background, people that I had networked with or connected with online that I felt drawn to, those were the people that I was able to hash out what I was learning. Yeah. And it was important for me to know that I could call on somebody because it's not my friend's fault that I changed. It's not my friend's fault that they're not doing this personal development. They're perfectly happy in their life where they are, but I felt like I need, I needed to work on myself and I could feel myself being called for more. And I needed to work through that. In order to do that, I needed to find people who had gone before me, done the things already, asked some scary questions. I was intentional about surrounding myself with four or five women who I knew would not think I was bananas when I called them with these questions. It's so important and it can be done. Like I'm telling you right now, if you're a woman who says, I don't have friends, I don't like girls, I only ever hang out with boys or whatever that is, that's also a limiting belief. You can make new friends, whether you're 10 on the playground or whether you're 50 online. I have so many online friends I've never met mm-hmm. and we just chat and it's so great. And I love, I love watching them grow. I've met some at conferences. Um, some of them have participated in my programs. Yes. You just never know where you're going to meet the people mm-hmm. if you just close yourself off to it. Yes. And I believe, like you said, that is a limited beliefs. And sometimes again, going back to that conditioning as a child, because I really feel like we pick these beliefs up as children you might not seen your mother or your aunties have girlfriends that were always into with girlfriends. So you pick that up. So now you carry that everywhere you go and you don't even give other women chance, a chance to show you loyalty or genuineness. So I do believe that 
you can meet friends anywhere. I feel like some of the best friends you meet in life are people that do not know your past because they cannot hold it against you and they cannot hinder you, hinder you from going where you need to go in life. I truly believe that. Can you give us three practical ways that you shifted your mindset to achieve this healing and this success that I see? The first most important thing is, I would say, is to get a coach. And whether it's me, whether it's you, whether it's whomever, um, life coaching is different than therapy in that you can go to a person and download everything you're feeling and thinking and then get honest feedback from the outside looking in. Because when you're stuck in the inside and you're stuck with your story, you it's like having a hype squad. It's like someone, I remember specifically exactly when I was working with my life coach, we had, been, had done several sessions together and in the middle of me talking, she blurted out, oh my gosh, Gretchen, you don't think you deserve any of this. Mm-hmm. And it was like an awakening. She could see that that is what was holding me back in whatever I was going through at the time. I could not see that. I left there that day thinking, okay, well, I do just, I know I deserve it. So why am I moving through life? Like I don't deserve more. Mm. So it's just, I think that getting a coach, it can seem daunting and it's, you know, it's kind of buzzwordy right now, but it is legit. Like coaches have coaches. It's someone to help walk you through the stages of going from your old story to your new story. Mm -hmm. So that would be my number one. Yes. My number two thing is I'm very, very intentional about what I put into my mind. I am snoozing you on Facebook. If you are negative, I do not watch the news, not because I am unaware of what's happening in the world, but because I don't like the way it makes me feel. And Mm -hmm. so I always say, if something bad's happening, either a friend is going to tell me or a siren's going to go off. Otherwise I do not need to watch the 10 o'clock news every night. It just makes me feel gross. And I'm aware of that. And I don't participate in those kinds of conversations. I mean, I'm aware that there are serious issues happening in the world. Yes. Um, Very aware, but I don't even have to watch the news to know that because that's all anybody's talking about. So Just be very aware of who you're following on Instagram, what you're letting into your mind, because whether you know it or not, it's part of what's programming your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. And it just sticks back there in this little file in the back. And then you can pull it out when you need it and you're going into battle and you really don't want that in there. The tools that you want for battle are light and love and what you truly believe and know, and you don't have to defend it. Yes. So that's my second thing. The third thing I would think is surrounding yourself with the people. I mean, sometimes it's easier said than done. It's super scary if you are the type of person who thinks everyone's out for me or everyone's out for themselves or whatever. Um, An example that I have that is not mindset-y, but it has contributed is my husband and I joined a gym. Um, When COVID started and they were like, you need to be exercising and taking your vitamins and all of that, we decided to join a CrossFit gym. Mm -hmm. CrossFit people are crazy. And I admit that, like I've become one of them. I get it. (laughs) But now I know why it is because it truly is like this family. I go at 5am and I know who I'm going to see. It has been so consistent. I've seen them more than I've seen anybody else during the pandemic, that 5am class. And we're all there to make ourselves better. It's not about weight loss. It's not about anything other than let's get stronger together. Let's support each other. Mm -hmm. Let's we're all on a mission to the same thing, which is the same thing as a mastermind group. 
It's yes. the support in the community, but you can find it. I use that example because you can find that in a different place. It doesn't have to be, oh gosh, now I got to go start a mastermind thing and I don't even have one friend. It doesn't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. Join a group that has a mission. Join, um, like if you're a church person, join a Bible study for women. Mm-hmm. Go in and observe. See if you can make a new friend. And then when you make one new friend, then you know you can do that. So then you make another new friend. Like it, there's other places you can go to to prove to yourself that women are not bad because we're not, we all want the same thing. Just nobody's talking about it. Yes, exactly. I see you're really big on taking leaps. You have talked about that several times. So someone listening to this, you need that advice. Take a leap, take a leap. And when you said get a coach, I true that, that is something I live by. I wouldn't be where I am today. If I had not hired a coach, invest in yourself, that invest in yourself. That is the only way you're truly going to grow. Because when we get all this free stuff, we don't appreciate it. So invest in yourself. You cannot do it alone. This journey is not meant to be taken alone at all. Dean Graciosi says those who pay, pay attention. And that's why coaches charge for their advice. That's why when you make a money move and you invest in yourself, I just bought another, I love to learn, like it's become my thing. I just bought a program at a really high ticket price. I have no feelings about it, except that excitement. Like I'm so excited. I don't feel, I don't have regret for spending the money. I spoke to my husband about it. He was so excited because it's something I can add to my practice. Um, But like, those who pay, pay attention. So you can do all the free workshops that you want, but if you're not buying the thing at the end, you're not going to remember any of it. Trust me. I've done all the free workshops yes. because I thought that's what I needed to know. But the moment I invested in myself, it set off a thing. Yes. It just sets off a thing in you where you're like, okay, I'm doing this big thing and look at me go. Yes. That is exactly how it happened for me. And we can promise that that is how it's going to happen for you guys. Be intentional about what you allow into your space. That is so good because I pick up fear a lot and I noticed that I will always watch the news and I didn't know why I was having this fearful mind all the time. But once I stopped watching the news, I realized that those thoughts will go decrease, decrease, decrease. So we have to be intentional about what we allow in our space, who we talking to on the phone, because some people will talk and be gossiping. You don't need to hear that. Mm -hmm. Good things only allow positivity into your space. She also stated, surround yourself with growth-minded people. A lot of times we want to be around like-minded people. But if we be around like-minded people, we're going to stay the same, stay on the same level. Get around individuals that's growing, individuals that might have more knowledge than you, might be further in life than you, so that you can grow and get to where you need to be. So Gretchen, if someone is at a standstill in their life and they just like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get past this. What would you say to them to encourage them to press forward? I would say get a coach, number one. Yes. But as a coach, what I would say in a session with them is let's make a list of all the things that you've already won at. Let's talk about how those things made you feel. And then let's talk about what you're doing in your day-to-day life that is bringing you happiness and joy alignment, and then what's not. Um, In Kyle Cease's book, The Illusion of Money, which I highly recommend every single person on the planet reads. There's also a documentary on his website. I just did a mastermind group on this. It's so eye-opening because he says, if it's not contributing to your expansion, it's contracting you. So one of the questions that I like to pose 
for any decision you're going to make or when you're stuck in a spot is, does this contribute to my expansion? And if the answer is no, then your average amount of alignment is really low. And so every day when you're making these day-to-day decisions, does this contribute to my expansion? No. Okay. Then what steps can I take to erase that, delete that from my life for lack of a better term, or just how much, how little time can I contribute to that? So that then the big things that are contributing to my expansion, how can I give more time to that? Because really we're chasing happiness. We want to feel fulfilled. We want to feel like we're living in our purpose. And if you're working a day-to-day job to make money, Be grateful for that job that is paying your bills while you chase your dream. Like you just have to change the way you're looking at it. You have to change the fact that, oh my gosh, I have this crap job. I hate it here. Everybody's blah, whatever to thank you universe that I have this job to pay my bills so that I can figure out where I'm really supposed to be. You don't have to go quit your job today. It took me a long time. I had had a baby at 18 and I had worked all day, every day from then until I quit my job 13 years ago, yeah, different places, but I had worked. And so I didn't know who I was without a job. I didn't know. And so I was afraid to step into who that might be. And once I did, I had this freedom of, I was still work. I'm still working. I still work every day, but I'm working for myself. Yes. And I've created a life where if I need to go early to a football game, I can do that. If I can, if I want to do a podcast interview, I can do that. I can, mm-hmm. I've created a life that I love And all it took is the snowball effect of me taking the one step. The net was there. I just had to jump. I could have jumped two years earlier, but I just kept going a little part-time and a little part-time and a little part-time because of fear that each time I went a little more part-time, it was less money I was making, which meant we had to pull more in our business. And so I was grateful to have the job. I was grateful to be able to go part-time and I was grateful for the health benefits. And today I'm grateful that I get to work for myself and I get to do the things I want. I'm not missing anything that I want to do. And I also am really good at saying no to the things that do not contribute to my expansion. Yes, yes, yes. So that is vital to take baby steps. When you were talking, I just heard so much stuff. I heard identity. I heard challenge. I heard all of that. So basically your identity sometimes can be embedded in that limited belief. You said that you, you only, you didn't even know who you were without a job. So your identity was embedded in, I can't be a business owner. Even though you did not say those things to yourself, your identity it was embedded in that. So it was causing you to not take that baby step, baby step, baby step. And I realize now just by how you always talk about it, that is vital. Sometimes we want to jump and the net ain't even there yet because we're not taking the steps to even build the net and we just fall, you know? So if you take those baby steps, you're going to get there. You're going to get there. It might not be as fast as you want it to be, but you're going to get there. And when I heard challenge, I heard you basically say like you was pulling, you had to pull in money from your business. So I don't even know if you realize that you were challenging yourself to work harder in your business so you can build this net to be unbreakable so that when you took that jump, you will only just go up from there. That is that is amazing right there. Look, I'm smiling. We on video, but I'm just so happy for you. I just see all this light around you, 
all this prosperity around you. And I'm thankful and honored that you chose to be a guest on the show. On Soul Food with Sadie, what we do is we leave individuals with one seed. A seed is a word to help them grow. So I believe that as I interview people on Soul Food with Sadie, it's watering that seed that we plant. So what is one seed that you would give to the listeners? One word? Yes. You can dive deep in it, however you want to do it, just to see that would just take them and help them become the best version of themselves. I really love the word expansion. I have always loved all of the words alignment. I think alignment is so important because when you're in alignment and you felt it, you chase that feeling if you haven't had alignment, but to go bigger than that is your expansion. And so one of the, my motto is if it's not a hell yes, it's a no. Mm-hmm. And that means if it's not contributing to my expansion, then I'm not going to participate. And I'm giving myself permission to do that. And I also have forgiven myself for that. Yeah. And I just think that the word expansion, if you can water that, like you're saying, if you can plant that I want to expand into the best version of myself or who I'm called to be, and you can water that, you will literally feel yourself getting bigger and bigger and expanding and opportunities will just fly at you. You'll be like, what in the world? How did that even happen? And it's so beautiful and so great. And that's how you know that you're on the right path. So everyone that's listening every day, when you're making decisions, ask yourself, does this contribute to my expansion? Yes. Expansion. Whatever that means to you, ponder on it, get it deep in your soul and create a strategy to help you expand in every aspect of your life. Gretchen, thank you again for being on the show. I just see alignment and I love your transparency. You said you still have those limited beliefs, but just look at me and I can see the transformation. I, I, I don't know you well enough to know, but just your vulnerability, your transparency, I can see that you're aligned and fulfilling your purpose. So I know that you're going to help individuals fulfill their purpose and give them permission to thrive in every aspect of their life. So thank you for just being a light worker. Thank you for being showing up and authentically being you. Someone is listening to this and they're going to say, wow, I want really want to connect with Gretchen. I want her to coach me. I want her to help me to see what my purpose is. How can they reach you? My website is GretchenJackson.com. You can also, um, you can read more of my story there. You can book on my calendar there for a one-on-one coaching session. I have a Facebook group called Purpose and Permission Mindset Coaching with Gretchen Jackson. And then I'm on Instagram at Gretch, G-R-E-T-C-H Jackson. So anywhere you can find me. Yes, you guys, I'll have her stuff in the notes. Thank you so much, Gretchen, for being a guest on Soul Food with Sadie. Thank you so much for having me. This was fantastic. It went by so fast, which means you're a great interviewer. Thank you. Another great episode in the books. I am so happy that Gretchen came through and and truly empowered us through her testimony and through strategic steps that she took to shift her mindset. And now she's thriving in her coaching business. What I took from that is we should never compare ourselves to others. Our journey is our journey. Comparing yourself to others will only hinder your journey. I also learned that when we feel unsafe, we're less likely to do something. We're less likely to take that step. So we have to take baby steps in the meantime to help us get to where we're going. Baby steps are okay as long as you're moving forward. I also learned that everybody has stuff. 
There is not one person out here that's successful that does not have stuff. Everyone has stuff. We just got to know how to utilize our stuff for our good. Thank you all for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. If you are interested in being a guest on a show, please email me at coach at sadiemayevans.com, coach at sadiemayevans.com. And as always, take the seeds that are for you and leave the rest for others. Always make sure your cup is so full of goodness that you spill onto others. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to Soul Food with Sadie. I am thankful for health in my body, peace in my mind, ears to hear and eyes to see. I am thankful for hands to write, legs and feet to stand, and wisdom to understand the gems that were given unto me today. I am thankful that I can create a strategy that I can implement into my life. I am thankful I am divinely created for such a time as this. I will be thankful for the small things because the small things are only preparing me for the bigger things that are coming into my life. 